This episode of Classroom Brew is brought to you by... No, I'm, I'm totally kidding. We don't, we don't have a single sponsor. Yet. All right, welcome back to Classroom Brew. This is episode three. Uh, it's really just me right now, so I guess this is kind of good. You get a little bit of Ryan time, uh, since it is my podcast, I guess. The hope is to get some some guests. You know, I've got some people that I went to school with, some people that uh, I work with now or have worked with in the past. So the goal will be to get them on here at some point. But uh, for now, you've got me. So I'll try to avoid getting too distracted by, you know, the Cubs in round one, game one right now. I think they're facing Steven Strasburg. Uh, so I, I keep checking my phone. I don't want it on the background because I don't want it to be distracting for, for you guys. You guys don't want to hear that necessarily, uh, especially for people that uh, apparently this is a interstate podcast. I've got some friends, you know, out in Arizona, uh, Philadelphia, places like that, uh, and it, it really means a lot that you guys are listening in. Uh, that that's really awesome. Um, if you haven't already, though. Please make sure that you tell some people about it if you think they'd find it interesting or entertaining. I think episode two on uh, uh, airdropped porn with Danielle and uh, Peter, uh, that was awesome. I personally couldn't listen to it uh, anymore because I was editing it and you can only hear your own voice so much. So uh, please make sure, rate and review. Uh, thank you for listening. It's awesome. Uh, let's go. So this is the tough thing, too, because I don't have, you know, I mean, I have some kind of general notes, but if you don't have someone to kind of guide a conversation, it just becomes, you know, me just ranting on and on. But that's kind of the goal of a podcast, right? You can just kind of go and then your listeners have this on in the background at work or in the car or something like that. I don't know. That's how I listen to it, at least. But uh, I was kind of roaming around. Uh, today's a Friday. And... uh I didn't really get as much time at the beginning of the year as I would have liked to to actually set up my room. And I was kind of, you know, roaming around. There's some, like, abandoned floors. Well, I shouldn't say abandoned. Essentially, it's like a, a four- or five-story building. I'm on the second floor. It's a very, very small staff, very, very small as far as, like, students in the school itself, uh, which is, you know, one problem in itself as far as neighborhood schools kind of dying in the inner city. Uh, but there's there's a lot of space essentially, and I, I guess one of the issues is that uh, apparently there's some because there aren't enough staff to to watch every little inch of the school. There's some behavioral issues, but you could have seen that coming. Honestly, it, it's no surprise that if students are, you know, not being supervised and they 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 don't feel like being in class and stuff like that. It, it's going to happen. Uh, they're going to cause a little bit of trouble. Hopefully nothing too serious, but it, it's going to happen. But anyways, uh, roaming uh, the school, because I was going to look for, I need, I want some like more globes, stuff like that, that I can really, you know, spice up my, my room with and, you know, anything like that. Excuse me. Ah. But, you know, anything like that. And I was also looking for like a better, uh, like a better office chair for my desk. Uh, and I found it. But it was just crazy to me to think, like, okay, I have the ability to do this, and I can, like, leave stuff in the hall as I search other rooms. Empty rooms, by the way. Not stealing stuff, I promise. But I don't have to worry about, like, things being stolen, because the school's so big, I'm not going to run into any students up here. Uh, and it's kind of it's kind of sad. I know that there's a kind of this dying trend, you know, and it's not just, like, charter schools and, you know, options. Because I think, I think parents should have options. But it's, it's this belief that neighborhood schools are no good anymore. And sure, there's, you know, unfortunately, in urban education, there's a lot of issues with, you know, behavior, academic achievement, grade inflation. Uh, but it's still, there's still good places to educate your kids. Uh, and I always try to make sure that my students realize, hey, the school that you're at is not a bad school. The rumors, you know, the stereotypes about it are not true. So it, it's kind of discouraging, but I'm hoping, hoping is the key word here, but I'm hoping that, you know, eventually this, this trend is going to turn around for neighborhood schools. Let's see, i got to check the Cubs screen. Oh my God. 
Zobrist, since when does he, you know, really patient hitter, since when does he see two pitches and he's made two outs? Just, done, like, just wait, man. Jesus Christ. Oh, I feel like I'm gonna have to do some editing because it's just me. I can't like, you know, take a sip in between. Um, you know, if, like if I'm not talking and someone else is talking, I can't take a sip in between. It's really just me. Um, which, by the way, if you can't remember the format for Classroom Brew, uh, it's teachers, or in this case, one teacher, just kind of sitting down on a Friday, you know, with a drink or two, a beer or two, whatever, talking about you know different issues. In education, some funny stuff. Obviously, that's the the goal is to make it entertaining for people. Uh, but you know, to have like a, a drink or two to just kind of unwind and you know, get a few laughs, stuff like that. I don't know. I think honestly, what is this, like six minutes right now? Oh man, carrying my own. You know, I mean, episode two went pretty long, but there's no way I'm gonna be able to carry it for like an hour or so. Um, that'd be crazy. But uh, today, one of the big issues that I wanted to talk about, I shouldn't say issues, uh, concerns. Uh, that's kind of the, the word. Uh, there's those students that, you know, for one reason or another, they've had something going on in their, their own lives. And, you know, they, they might blow up in the classroom. And it's kind of, you know, it's, it's tricky because it's hard not to try to brush things off and think of it as, oh, that's just, it's just them. Because uh, it's it's kind of like a uh, a culture shock when you just you have a student that's not on task suddenly they're they're pissed off at you uh, they're pissed off at another teacher and you witness it and they could say the most vile things in the world like oh fuck you and they run off and which is crazy because I I never when I was growing up or you know when I was in school like I, I don't think I was absent that often it was really if I was just sick. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't late to class or anything that often. Uh, I didn't change my schedule. I, I changed my schedule literally uh, one time in my entire high school career uh, to just switch out because they, we didn't get to pick our electives sometimes. And I, I switched out and it was like a big deal. And I was so behind, I had to catch up. But I feel like it happens all the time, you know, in my school right now. I mean, we're, we just finished, uh, like a month's worth of school. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, but we just finished like a month's worth of school and I'm still getting students added to like my honors classes and it's ridiculous. And the students that should and shouldn't be in honors is a whole nother subject that I'm not going to go into, but you know, it's crazy. Anyways, so <clears throat> As far as, uh, you know, a student when they blow up, it's almost kind of in a sick way you can almost check, you know, like the activity feed for like your school's massive, you know, file of like everyone getting written up because there's some, <laughs> some of it's sad. It's kind of like a sick way of laughing, but you'll see like the, the craziest shit. I wonder if I should just pull up an example. Nah, I'm not going to do that. That would take too long. But yeah. No, it, it's crazy. It, it doesn't even make sense grammatically because we have to unfortunately you know, quote, you know, the student, whatever they said, if it was something said to another student or said to us, we have to be as specific as possible. Uh, so the quotations are hilarious, honestly, in, in a sad way. No, I'm just going to say they're hilarious. Uh, when you're not in teacher mode, that is. Uh, but sometimes it doesn't even make sense like when they say it. It's funny, too, because like I have uh, quite a few teachers on the staff that are uh, far more experienced than me. And so the, it's funny to see... <laughs> Sorry. I just read one uh, like last week, uh, and it's from this this awesome teacher that we have. Uh, teaches I think math or science. I can't remember. I don't know why, but uh, real sweet guy. And so it's funny to think of him when he's typing out this write up report, and he's using words like "fuck you, shithead." You know, I, I can't even remember because you know the grammar that students when they're pissed off, uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. So it's kind of interesting to to think of that. But, um, oh my God, I swear, we just won the World Series if we don't actually pull this out. Oh my God, that would suck. <clears throat> I 
Ah, but yeah, man. Uh. <sighs> so, yeah, dealing with like student blowups. Like, I I come from a background where I'm I'm used to, you know, students that have high needs, you know, in their personal life. Uh, but it's it's still tricky. I mean. Just earlier this week, I actually broke up a fight. Uh, and in hindsight, it was probably the lame. Like, people were like, oh, I'm going to post this on World Star Hip Hop. Was not that exciting. Uh, which is good. That means I did my job. But, it, you know, it's like these things build up. And, like, somehow, some way, you know, there's this lack of, you know, an outlet. You know, whether it's because the funding in the inner city or the uh, the resources available in the community or in the school, I, I don't know. I don't have the solution. Uh, but it, it just, it sucks, especially because we all take things into the classroom, whether we're a teacher or a student, because you can have a real shitty first period or something like that. Come see me by third period and you've had the worst day of your life and then you blow up as a result of like the slightest thing that might happen, whether it's like, Oh, we're going to do a student centered activity today. And they're like, ah, oh, shit, fuck you. All they wanted to do was, you know, sit down and read their book and do like a DBQ or something like that, which not really my style, but sometimes you have to give students that break, but that's, that's all. I, I mean, tangential and, you know, disjointed thoughts right now, but all, all I really mean is that it, it's, it's challenging to realize that just like we have a life outside of teaching, these students have a pretty extensive life uh, outside of high school, which is one of the reasons I don't like to give homework. I try to give them time in class to work on it. Uh, also, I have a pretty good feeling that they wouldn't do it at all if I didn't give them that time. But that's just me. So, yeah. Again, apologize for any any pauses in you know the audio um, it is classroom brew, so I'm going to have a drink or so. So if I got to take a minute to sip, I'm only human. I'm only human. Human? Human. So long weekend coming up, which is awesome. Uh, it's going to give me some time because I've been sick for, oh Jesus, like I was sick for like a few weeks and then I've had some like residual stuff, wound up having to get antibiotics. It's crazy. It's disgusting, honestly. Uh, Oh my god, so I just had... Yeah, sorry, I'm editing out the the parts where I pause or something like that, either to, to get a drink, get a refill, uh, or uh, in that case, I just had a real Ron Sano moment where, uh, for those of you that aren't Cub fans, uh, Ron Sano, rest in peace, RIP, uh, he used to always... He was really passionate. He played for the Cubs for a lot of years. He was really invested. Um, and... Uh, if something bad were to happen in an inning, you'd, you'd really be able to hear it. Like, he, he would be like, oh, jeez, God damn. But he had to edit himself because he was on the actual radio, like, live. Uh, it's not like a podcast where you can edit it because it's not live. Uh, even to the point where, uh, and this might be, you know, a bit of a, a riff. This isn't my story, of course. Never met Ron Sano. But apparently, there was uh, a man and his son uh, at the Cubs game, and... Uh, Cubs wound up blowing it in the ninth or something like that. And so Ron Sano, like, threw his pen, pissed off, whole nine yards. Uh, so at the end of the end of the day, he's, he's packed up. He's going home. Ooh, sorry. Uh, packed up. He's going home. And then he's got, uh, <laughs> he, he goes into the elevator. Uh, and then there's this little kid, and he goes, uh, Mr. Sano, uh, is this your pen? And he goes, oh, geez, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Did that hit you? Because he, he threw it. Uh, into the crowd because he was so pissed off. Uh, and the little kid just goes like, oh, no, no, it, it hit my dad. And the, the dad's kind of staring at him like, yeah, thanks, Ron. Man. Uh, so, yeah, I had that kind of a moment. Uh, it's kind of hard not to because uh, I remember 03, man, like Bartman. I remember 07 uh, where it was this huge, oh, and that was the that was the back-to-back year with the Dodgers because I remember in 07, uh, it was Lou Pinella's first or second year. But they were kind of like, they weren't in it, and they had this great comeback, and they went on and got swept by the Dodgers. Then the next year, best team in baseball all year. It was like a 105-plus wins, something like that. Swept by the Dodgers. 
God damn it. It was the worst. But anyways. So yeah, I, I can I can feel him on that one. Shout out to Ronnie. If he's listening. Thanks, Ron. Anyways, um, but yeah, my, uh, I was actually driving home from work too. And I, I, I figured out, uh, or I, I remembered, I should say, I didn't figure it out. Uh, there's like a, a neighborhood school, not too far away from my own school. Uh, and they had their football team practicing. And so not uncommon in the inner city, but essentially my school didn't have enough players <laughs> to even feel the team. I even I even asked a student. I was like, "Well, how many how many guys do you have?" Because I was thinking about uh, coaching, uh, assistant coaching at least. And they're like, "Yeah, we got eight. I was like, "Oh Jesus Christ! Like, you could even go both ways. You wouldn't have enough te- guys to play on the team. Unreal. Ugh. So that that kind of sucked because that I feel like we've got like homecoming coming up, and uh, it's actually potentially coming up because there's been a little bit of some recent incidents, you know, across the board in my school. Uh, they'll probably still have it. I hope so. That would suck for those kids to miss it. But it's like, there's no homecoming game. There's no, there's a pep rally. Sure. And that's, you know, part of it. Uh, cause I'm not like into, you know, college or high school sports per se. Uh, I'm more into professional, but you know, part of the excitement back when I was in high school, at least, uh, it was the pep rally. Cause it was like, Oh cool. It's got this, you know, we had the band playing and everyone's here. Everyone's excited. I love the fall. So, you know, you have like, you know, a jacket in the morning, but it's nice, you know, all day. And then it's kind of cold at night. It, it's beautiful. And then you got Halloween. Oh, Oh my God. So it's, it's a great time of year and it, it sucks that they're not going to have that. Uh, it makes me sad. I mean, they'll have the pep rally, sure, but they won't have like the the team element. So, like, I was walking out of school today, uh, a little bit later because I was doing some other stuff, you know, after school, you know, before the long weekend, and there was some sort of a an after school program, and I, I that's when I started to realize, oh shit, I haven't really, you know, seen a lot of these after school programs or opportunities that students have to get involved. Uh, so that I can kind of see them outside of the classroom so they know that, because I do honestly care outside the classroom, but haven't really had a chance to stop by those programs. I had to ask, I mean, luckily I recognized some of the students and they knew me and they were like, oh, hey, uh, insert name here, but they, they knew who I was. And I had to ask them, I was like, what is this program? I've never seen this before. And they do explain like, oh, it's a kickoff or an after school program. I was like, oh, well, good. That's encouraging. But anyway, now see, it's tempting not to, like, yeah, I've got my notes, but I've got my phone, and if I just check the Cubs game, then I start thinking, oh, let me check my fantasy team. The Thursday night game, that was good. But yeah. All right, I'm going to take a second to uh, get a refill now. I've taken a few pauses, edited out a few of those. Probably the I, I probably won't edit that much moving forward. Kind of like the the first two episodes, I didn't edit that much. Uh, but also keep in mind, I had other people to run that conversation with me, so uh, apologize again for that. But I'm going to take a little intermission so that I can uh, get a refill here uh, and pray that the Cubs actually start to turn this game around. Actually, let me double check. Let's see. In case you were curious for this, like not live podcast if you wanted a sports update oh top of the fifth nothing nothing hey i'll take it man at least i'm not listening to it on espn with those people that can't shut up for more than one millisecond good god all right be right back maybe i should just make you guys wait the entire time i guess you'll see i can never really tell though like am i you know, the, the young teacher in the school that, you know, students can sort of identify with, or am I actually becoming older way faster? Like, oh, what is this one kid? Oh, in the hallway. Put the beat up. The fuck does that mean? I, had a, I almost thought, I was like, should I ask him? I'm not really sure. Uh, 
there's even sometimes when students will say something uh, to me and they're like surprised I don't know it. And I don't know if that's like a dig at me, like, oh, you idiot. Or if it's like a compliment, like, oh, you're young enough to identify. You should know this. I'm surprised you don't. No clue. No clue at all. But does anyone know that? See, I wish I could have like someone here to, to validate this. But what? Put the beat up. What? Oh, my neighbor's going to hit me for that. What is that? Like clearly music related, except for there was like no music on. It just in the hallway. It's quiet. No headphones in on his own. What is it? There's what's the other phrase? Well, honestly, I, I have some friends. I know, like they'll use the phrase like it's lit. Yeah, no, don't do that. Probably just alienated some people. Do what you want. It's free college. That's not mine. Um, I don't know. Another drink break. Yeah. So there's some some PDs too that I have to go to because you know that shit that happened in Vegas. Which, all right. Here's my thing. If something bad happens in Vegas. You know, it's, I I like when people empathize with it. Uh, I like when people try to reflect on it because it's what you're supposed to do. But, oh man, and someone else was talking to me about this too. And I agree hundred percent. When people like make it about themselves somehow, like, oh, I was just there a year ago. (laughs) Like what, what, you drive through the strip? Nowhere near the thing a year ago? Come on. It's not about you, man. It's not about you. People got injured. People were killed. Was it as uh, a, a country country concert and some fucking jackass decided, hey, these people are enjoying their lives and I'm miserable, so I'm going to take it out on them. Anyways, but yeah, that that's my thing. And anytime people, you know, take to Twitter to just, you know, rant or Facebook, I don't, I don't really have a Twitter uh, probably should get one for the uh, the podcast at least. But like, don't make it about you. Like, cool, reflect on it. You know, try to empathize with it. Maybe, you know, find a way to relate it to yourself or something like that. But like, to go so far as to say like, I was there a year ago. It could have been me. Like, no, it's not about you, man. It's not about you. Oh man. I'm doing what? This is why I barely go on Facebook anymore. Like, yeah, I'll go on, you know, the Facebook page for my podcast now, but the the news feed? It's a joke. Especially like I know that I have students on there and like when I was student teaching, for example, I had some students that were like, Hey, what's what's your social media? What's your Instagram? And I panicked. I was I, I, I what is that? I don't, I don't have it. It's a complete lie. Uh, good thing my phone was hidden probably in my desk at the time. Because uh, probably had notifications from a few of those things. But, you know, it's it, it's weird. I mean, it's it's like there were, there's teachers that I had when I was younger. Uh, and I kind of reconnected with them. Uh, and it's actually pretty cool. Like, I have, I have uh, one teacher that uh, I don't want to get specific because I know... Uh, some podcasts, they're okay with names, but on this one, I'm going to keep it, you know, pretty anonymous. But I have one uh, uh, teacher of mine from the past uh, that were, I think, yeah, I would I would go as far as to say we're friends now, uh, for sure, Facebook friends at least. But he saw that I started a podcast and he, he offered me some advice on it because he's got a, a really successful one. Uh, I follow it now. Uh, it's pretty awesome, actually. But, uh, you know, it's still different for some reason. It just, it doesn't seem right to have like a current student. Like I, and that's probably why at the time when I was a student teacher, I panicked and I was just like, no, I don't have it. And that's a lie. So the one time I lied, you know, over some stupid like social media, but you know, boundaries gotta have them, man. Can't stand it when people don't have boundaries. I learned so much from strangers. Didn't ask you, man. 
like I was at uh, a minute clinic at, you know, a pharmacy type of thing to pharmacy type of store. Uh, cause I was sick for such a long time and I needed an antibiotic to just like clear it out and get it out of my system, which I feel way better by the way. We're only on day two of that too. But this strangers tell me about like, you know, the bowel movements that they're having and like the color and like what? Like, oh yeah, had a real big one last night. Oh man. Don't. See, didn't even get your first name telling me about your shit. Literally. Stop it. It's disgusting. But, you know, it's funny too because if it's someone I know, I'll be like, oh yeah, let's, let's talk about, you know, disgusting stuff like that. But it stops there. And that, that took years. Literally years until I can get to that point with some of my friends. But that's healthy, right? Boundaries. They change when you get to know people. Not when you meet someone at the minute clinic and you tell them about their bowel movements. It's gross. Don't want to know that. I've got my own stuff. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, if, you're, if you're listening to this, I, I don't know where to look up how many... Uh, subscribers I have on iTunes. I, I should probably start to learn a little bit more about the management of it. Uh, but if you could, uh, if you go to like the page, like if you you search Classroom Brew, usually if you go to my podcast, you can't. Uh, but if everyone could just like rate it, review, just say like a, a few little words, even if it's just something like, like hey, thanks for, uh, you know, posting anything like that to help get it a little bit more prominent, a little more out there. Uh, trying to get into new and noteworthy so this can really take off. Oh, and uh, not to call anyone out, but if you know me personally, uh, and you're a teacher, come on the podcast. It'd be great. No, I would actually, I would love to have, uh, it's a great excuse just to get together. Um, obviously, that was part of the thing. Uh, and it, it might seem like for people that I went to school with, kind of like a continuation of a class or something like that. But I think it's a lot more entertaining because... Uh, provide booze for you there's no grades for us uh and like the last episode like sure we went for like an hour and a half i think it was edited down to like what an hour hour 25 for airdropped porn uh but we were talking before that like uh peter didn't come till a little bit later and danielle and i were just chatting chilling you know having a drink or two uh and then yeah i think we started filming, or not filming. Oh, you can tell it's a Friday. Uh, but like even like a few hours after we were done, like I, I hit stop on record because it's like, all right, I can only do this for so long. We were still talking. Uh, so, hey, if if you know me, uh, if I've reached out, I'd love to have you on. Um, even people that are, they live out of, out of town. Uh, whenever you're in town, it'd be great to have you on. But yeah, uh, make sure, rate and review. Uh, let's help make this this take off. Um, maybe even the Facebook page. Promoting that, that's going to help because there's links to the, the iTunes thing itself. See, and I, I lost my list. What did I do? Uh, roaming the school. Wanted to do that. Um, talked a little bit about school size. Oh. Oh, my God. Class size. So, not an expert on union stuff and like requirements for you know what's allowed but <laughs> it's clear uh, that there's a little too much leniency with when students can just change their shit because I swear to god one of my classes has just increased it seems like every other week with student upon student upon student upon student it's enough stop it stop me there's it's already the toughest class. Stop making it bigger, man. Just stay in your class. Don't change your schedule. Especially if you're not going to do the work. So shitting when you're a teacher. <laughs> no. Um, no, uh, when you do have to use uh, the bathroom, though, granted, I have two free periods in a row, so it's great. Uh, but there was a moment today. Uh, it was you know part of that time. Remember earlier I was talking about... Um, 
when I was roaming the school looking for, you know, some stuff like some small, like, like I was looking for like a little table, a new chair, globes. I'm real big on globes. Don't ask why. Um, which is funny too, because I, I listened to a podcast, uh, the Crystalia Congratulations podcast, and he was talking about if you have a globe and it has the, you know, the ring all the way around it instead of just halfway around it, uh, to circle, you're like pretentious. He's, he's like, don't be an asshole. Uh, both the globes that I found have a full ring. So what's that say about me? It makes me feel like I'm not a true. Uh, they they call it if you like listen to the podcast, you're a true baby. Otherwise, Yakuda. Um. Felt very Cuda as a result. Which is funny too, because like when you apply the logic, uh, basically like Cuda, like Barracuda, you got to chase like the shiny thing, always got to be entertained. Like you go to music festivals, uh, stuff like that. It's a, it's a good theme. Definitely have some Cuda students. And I wish that that was like a, an appropriate podcast to kind of share with them so I could give them background. Because I would love to just have like a sign, you know, like a poster or something, and it has like Crystalia. He's going Yakuda, and he's got like that, you know, that tired eagle face. Oh, that would be so awesome. For me, the students would be like, what the hell is this? And I'd be like, you're not your baby. Not your baby. It's crazy, too, how when I was a kid, it didn't matter, you know, how old I was. Uh, if there was a classroom with like a room that I was in, and I saw the snow, I'd be like, oh, it's the snow. Oh, my God. This is the first snow of the season. Never seen this shit before. Without fail. As if I've never seen the snow before. It's fucking snow. You're going to wind up hating it in three weeks anyways. When it's slush. It's the worst. Especially because I, you know, like... In like elementary and middle school, I, I walked to and from. I think it rides if needed, but... Pretty much walked almost every day. Uh, it wasn't far. It wasn't bad. But I just, I fucking hated snow and shit. But anyways... uh. School I work in, I think I've mentioned this, it's an older building, a uh, beautiful building built in like the 1900s, I think like 1910, 1915, something like that. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. But uh, it had like a brief thunderstorm. It was like literally one crack, like boom, and then that was it. Uh, initially, I thought it was like someone like, because light is faster than sound, right? Science. Uh, saw the flash that someone was on their phone and I was like, God damn it. Get off the phone. Because uh, like, uh, yeah, we've talked about this. I use technology in the classroom, but there's times when it's appropriate, times when it's not appropriate. But it was actually just lightning. See, it's a good thing I didn't actually say anything because I didn't have time to react because then the thunder came. And just like my, me when I was a kid, moi, just like me when I was, it's my, uh, I took French in high school, uh, but just like me in elementary school, uh, I used to, you know, react to the snow like, oh, shit, I've never seen this before, even though I had every year and I fucking hated it after two weeks. Um, they reacted as if they've never heard slash seen thunder and lightning. Just, just work on the station activity. Just stop. Oh, my God. It's just Mother Nature doing its thing. Just, damn it. Oh, nice. Two nothing cubs. See, it was, uh, of course it was Rizzo and then Bryant. Brizzo. Right? That's what, yeah, right. And then Brizzo Brist. To add in Zobrist. I think that was it. And then David Ross was the, the intern, right? Um, anyway. Um, yeah, I was kind of just looking at the, the notes I had. And, uh, oh, that's awesome. Uh, the Peter's story about, well, first off, the airdrop porn story. That was awesome, but uh, well, not awesome. Like that, would, and again, I don't think I there was I, there was some pun that Danielle turned what I said into completely unintentional. That would seriously be the worst if you had to be the administrator or the teacher that had to figure out who was involved. In me, I don't know how they handled it. I'm sure they did it the right way, but I sincerely hope it wasn't like like I hope they just like tracked an IP number or something. Like because that would no don't I don't want to mess with. Don't want to see that. That's just awful. Uh, definitely have to look into this Harry Wong. Uh, Harry Wong's the first days of school. Uh, it's been awesome seeing how you know my students have responded to to me as the authority figure in there. 
because uh, I, I like to keep it as a respect goes both ways type of thing. I noticed, especially for um, three of my classes, they had uh, their unit exam, and then the other two classes, they, they did something else, uh, speech instead, which was a lot of buildup, like research and writing and editing by myself and then editing you know with their friends and just oh but anyways uh like one of the first few days I I had all my students take this kind of baseline you know reading comprehension vocabulary test and just oh my god the entire time it was just redirecting because they don't know me they're like oh this fucking guy is not gonna be here didn't give a shit uh and I was oh just amazed and I thought like oh great now every time I do an assessment or anything that requires them to focus for more than like two minutes, they're just going to be talking the whole time. But today I was really pleased. It was a complete turnaround. Granted, there's been a month of me setting the norms uh, of them kind of seeing my personality of them realizing I'm not going to take shit, but I'm really fair. And it was, it was almost hundred percent silent. There was only like two redirects between my three classes that were taking the exam. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, they came in too, cause I have, I do like a table set up, even though I have these weird desks that make it kind of hard to do that but they came in and it was like set up like a, a military classroom like all facing forward uh and they're like what the hell is this like calm down that's the other thing too i have like a, an ac unit uh in my room that i get to control because it gets pretty uh pretty humid in that room uh, even when it gets a little colder out i heard that that's a room that still stays kind of hot and humid and gross but it, without fail because uh, it's kind of hard for anyone to talk over it. I've got the voice to do it, but I just don't like to. I want to make sure I have full and undivided attention. That's kind of why I don't run the AAC right now during this podcast, because I don't want it to interfere with the audio. But anyways, that concept aside, uh, I'm constantly, you know, blasting it in between, you know, class periods. Because I do three in a row, so I blast it in the morning so that it, it lasts. It really doesn't last that long. As soon as there's bodies in the room, doesn't matter how long I've been blasting it. But without fail, you know, between my my classes in the morning and then my classes in the afternoon, I've got it on, and everyone comes in. They're like, oh, it's so cold in here. Oh, can you turn the air off? Two minutes later. Oh, can you turn the air back on, please? It's so hot in here. Just, just make a decision. You know the drill. It's not a surprise. Everyone knows this room is hot. It starts off cold. I give you the same explanation every time. It's going to be okay. It's just smart kids. You can put it together. I'm not going to take a, a minute to just debrief. But listen, when you walk in, don't be alarmed. At this point, though, honestly, and I don't have to because I, I don't go throughout the entire school the entire day because I got a lot of stuff to do even in between classes. But start to dress in layers. Yeah. I haven't kept up as much as I should with this whole, you know, Betsy DeVos as Secretary of Education. Uh, I know she's got zero qualifications. And uh, she didn't even know the difference between proficiency and growth for students. Great. I take hours and hours and hours of PD every year. Had to do so many hours of student teaching in my internship, get a master's, obviously the bachelor's before that, at TPA. And I still have to keep going with these professional developments. And DeVos is just rich? What? That's... Man. Oh, eye roll. If you could see that, you would see my eyes rolling. This this like frustrating issue of the voucher uh, program. Uh, or is it the... I don't remember. Is it the voucher? Basically, people that don't... That they see performance or lack of growth or lack of proficiency as a failure of the schools. If it's a high school, most of those skills have been built already. And I'm just still, I'm just, I don't understand. Like DeVos has to be going into these schools, right? Like, is she just, you know, focusing on like the neighborhood schools alone and making her decisions based off of that? Or is she going into like the inner city schools, inner city neighborhood schools? Sorry. Uh, Because it's clear. I mean, Christ, look at my school. Uh, we have almost two floors that are just unused, you know, collectively, a bunch of office stuff that shouldn't be happening. If you have this big building that you're paying to maintain, fill it. 
Make it a magnet school. I don't know. No, don't do that. I'm not saying that. Uh, but yeah, Betsy DeVos. Um, perpetually clueless. She's definitely going to wind up screwing most of the people over with you know student loan repayment um, and the interest rates. Oh, God, I don't even want to know what she's going to do there because she's not going to regulate these um, what are they, like credit, not creditors. You know, these, these groups that are actually giving out student loans to students. I, there are things in place to protect them from, to protect students and people that are paying it back from crazy interest rates, from unfair practice already in place. Uh, I think Elizabeth Warren was the one that was pointing all this out. And DeVos was like, yeah, we'll review those things and see if they still need to be, be doing what they're doing. Or they, I don't even know what she fucking said. Woman doesn't know what she's doing. So, th- you know what? I'm going to look it up. What is she doing today? She was going to tour Canadian schools? We already know. Oh, that's funny. The New Yorker. DeVos defends Trump. Would a moron hire me? Well... Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. Um, schools aren't like food trucks. Wow, nice, uh, nice comparison. Oh, so she she didn't cancel it. They didn't they didn't want her there. Also, that's awesome with the parents. Uh, this was like when she first took her position in like January. Uh, or maybe she didn't start till February. I can't, I can't remember. I'm really bad about remembering that kind of stuff. Uh, but those parents were literally, they didn't even let her. They were intimidating her to make sure she didn't go into the school. She had to be escorted back to her SUV. I'm not condoning violence at all. Uh, but I can really appreciate those parents and community members that they were like, no, we don't like what this woman stands for. Uh, if she's not even going to be upfront with us about this, we're not going to let her into the fucking school. Good for you. I don't even know what state that was, but good for you people. Oh my God, six point five four million dollars in security for DeVos. That should that should tell you something. That's definitely a record. Oh, so she's postponing her trip to Ontario amidst protests. Yeah, I would protest too. Oh my God, I still think it's funny. It came up again. Would a moron hire me? Don't take that argument in two thousand seventeen, man. Oh, the deputy education secretary has more experience interesting oh college campuses in boston were assailed assailing her is that it but devos assailed by protesters i mean it shouldn't be a safety thing that that kind of sticks but i, I get it oh this was the thing she said that thing about sexual assault and how it's it's too uh people are too sensitive to sexual assault which is the most like misogynistic thing I've ever heard from a woman, no less too, which is just crazy. We finally are in a place where women can actually come forth and talk about these things. And DeVos is already trying to fuck it up and bring us back to the, you should be ashamed of this. We need to protect these people. And I I get that, you know, like pro athletes or, you know, false accusations. I get it. But we have all this social progress and now it seems like literally in education, where we're, we're growing people, whether it's in college, high school, elementary school, whatever, suddenly being told, oh, people are just being too um, too hypersensitive. Ooh, this is gonna Okay, this is one good thing. Although it's from the Daily Beast. I don't know, I've never heard of that. At least everything else is like Huff- Huffington Post, Washington Post, New Yorker. But this is uh, apparently... DeVos is an unexpected champion of LGBTQ art. That's good. Uh, And then right back to the bad. So, uh, and granted, this is probably an op-ed, but ripping off uh, education profiteers to make sure students get screwed over. Anyway, uh, not, not a fan of DeVos. I'm surprised she's still in office. Uh, you'd think with like Sean Spicer being out quickly because he was so controversial. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, at least she has conviction. She flat out said in late September, uh, she's not deterred by criticism. So at least she's not like a loose cannon. Like I know she's going to at least act in her best interests. 
even though it's not the best interest of education and students, which is fucking ridiculous. What are we coming up on? Oh, we're in like the 45-ish minute. But yeah. Oh, substitute teachers. That's something I wanted to talk about. Never before have I ever seen such lack of progress in the classroom as when there's a substitute teacher. I guess this could be my my weird moment because when I was actually a teacher intern, um, the the teacher I was interning for, uh, who I'm hoping to have on uh, the podcast pretty soon, I know he's out of town doing you know a bunch of stuff. Uh, but I was with the sub, and so he asked, "Hey, can you run class?" And I was like, "Sure, great, that'd be awesome." The sub was just kind of there, uh, and I don't remember what the lesson was that I was you know teaching. Uh, he gave me a lot of freedom, which was awesome, but. I walk out of the room for like four seconds just to like run and get a copy that I sent over from my laptop. Uh, all I hear is like a scream from the hallway. So I have to run in there because I'm like, oh, Jesus, what the hell happened? Because I know I got warned about, you know, substitute teachers and how teachers or how uh, students rather don't take them seriously. Uh, and I get it. Like I had this one sub that I perpetually had and she used to put her, she would use students' heads as like a podium real sweet lady, she would always say honey, and it actually became a thing, like, with my older siblings, with, you know, friends on the block that were older than me, and younger than me, and it was, let's count how many times she says honey, no idea what the, uh, the record was, but it's probably like 17, 25, anyways, <clears throat> substitute teachers are not taken seriously, hear this scream in the hallway, uh, from my room at the time, so I'm like, oh shit, uh, so I, run in and uh all i see is uh just about every kid is like somehow running around this was middle school running around windows open sub is yelling at one student in particular and there's a bird a bird like a live bird from the outside world not like a parakeet not like a glass pet no 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 a bird from the outside flying around because apparently a student thought the bird was hurt open the window and this all i don't know how this happened because if you're just watching for two seconds you can say hey don't open the window don't touch the possibly diseased bird especially if it might be dead or dying don't touch it but anyways this happens and the bird like okay uh how do i put this i am not animal control at this point, I wasn't even a teacher yet. I was a, a teacher intern, so not even a student teacher yet. Wow, that was such a long time ago now that I think of it. Uh, and so somehow I have to corral this crazy situation because there's a bird in the room. Um, I don't even remember how. I think the same kid found a way to corral it and get it out the window. But anyway, substitute teachers, it's its not easy to be a substitute. I have a lot of respect for them because they've got to take control of a classroom when they're not familiar with the environment, the norms, what's going on, the, you know, the social landscape. And then they don't have as much power because they all know. That's why I always say, like, if I get a bad note from the sub, I'll just write you up because I don't usually write people up at all. Well, that's not true. I write people up, but I try to keep it restorative and between the student and myself but I know it's hard for them. So I try to give them that power where it's like, Hey, anyone that you, you know, make a note to me, uh, for misbehaving. And luckily I haven't had any yet. Uh, just let me know that gives them some power. But even though I don't have any behavioral notes, no, excuse me, no behavioral notes at all. I'll walk in. Zero work is done. It's gotten to the point now where like the first time is like, okay, I kind of get it, but it got to the point where I was like, maybe I should just give them something that will enhance what they already know and then not give them the opportunity to do it again to see if that works. It kind of worked, kind of didn't, but that's kind of how it goes with substitutes. Still have a lot of respect for him, but uh, it's crazy. And I guess this past sub um, that I had uh, was a little bit rude to my students, a little bit unhelpful. Usually I just give them an average rating because not a whole lot has gotten done the few times I've had subs this year for PDs. Uh, but this was a below average rating because my room was a mess when I got back. It was just unprofessional. Like, I don't care if you don't give a shit, you're checked out. At least be professional with, like, leaving something the way you found it. 
like there was missing stuff like the remote to my projector you know not things that i own personally but it's like come on be a human if you see like i oh i still can't even you can tell i'm definitely (laughs) i'm definitely over it i promise you uh this was last week yeah last friday so a week from today or a week oh god i can't think uh a week ago today that's terrible english you can tell i don't teach english although i think i have some pretty good grammatical skills just not right now because i'm riffing but anyways uh substitute teachers it's it's pretty frustrating i'm i'm hoping i need a sub for uh a week and a half from now right after columbus day yeah uh, I'm really hoping that I get someone that's going to at least have some sort of expectation or will at least make sure they hand something in because uh, it's getting kind of ridiculous. Um, can't keep taking all these wash days. Like I already had a lot of people that were absent for the, the test today and that was kind of discouraging. Um, although I guess that's good though because it's my long weekend. I don't want to grade, you know, however many tests that is for my, my three classes that took a test. So I guess it's good. It saves me some time. I can enjoy my weekend a little bit. Just kidding. I got a plan for unit two. All right. Well, I think um, not bad for my first uh, solo episode that's longer than, what was it, nine minutes in episode one. Yeah. But, uh, okay, well, thank you for listening. Uh, episode three, we're getting there. Uh, going to start upgrading... You know, the software, I got all the hardware all squared away, and that's that's been nice. Uh, make sure you check out uh, the Facebook page for Classroom Brew. Make sure you like that, follow it, share it, help spread the word, because the, the faster this thing grows, uh, the faster we can get into, like, new and noteworthy, and then this could really take off. Uh, so make sure you rate and review in the podcast app or in iTunes. Want to hear from you, want people to see your input, uh, maybe inspire some people to listen. Because, uh, again, got to grow it. It's going to be a fun hobby for me. Good excuse to get together with some friends and, you know, have a drink or two and just relax. Uh, but I want this thing to grow. So please rate and review. Um, I think that's about it, right? i got to start working on these closings when we start getting there. But uh, thanks for listening, uh, and we'll see you next time. Just kidding. You'll hear me next time. Classroom group. Turn it up.